0: Hey, this is Rick Kasselj from exercisesforinjuries.com. Today I have another interview for you, and it's expanding on what I have talked about of late, and that is, you know, food and how food ends up affecting our pain and injury. So today I have on the line Nick P., and I keep getting Nick's last name wrong, so I will get Nick <laughs> introduce himself, and give a little bit of a background you know, of himself uh, to the listeners.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks, Rick, uh, for for having me here. Uh, for, first of all, my uh, my last name is some, somewhat uh, hard to pronounce for some people. It's Nick Pinot, basically like a wine. So uh, there's no reason you can't get it right.
0: <laughs> okay, Pinot, Pinot.
1: Okay. Yeah, exactly. You, you see, okay. you're really good already. Um, so uh, concerning my background, I'm um, I'm I'm in some some people call me the nutrition nerd, and actually I'm no nutritionist. I don't have uh, a formal background in nutrition, but I'm just a passionate guy when it comes to nutrition. And I, I I've I've been studying uh, nutrition, food, uh, weight loss, and, and all the subjects but around health and fitness for uh, I think six or seven years now. Uh, but it, it's only uh. Last year, I started uh, implementing that stuff and wanting to inform people about um, basically the food around us are not what we think, and they don't affect our body the way we think. We think maybe food uh, can make us feel bad a short term, maybe uh, like you, you eat ice cream and then you feel bad uh, going to bed. But it's, it's much more than that, and I'll talk about this later. But. My approach is really about research and looking at, at the latest research from all the alternative sources we can find because um, the, the official uh, recommendations from the, the government and the different regulatory agencies uh, are just uh, too slow for my taste. because they take sometimes 10, sometimes 20 years to change their recommendations when it comes to food, when it comes to medications, and uh, it, that's okay because they they uh, they impact so much people that they can't they just can't make a random recommendation. They have to wait until a lot of research has been done. But my approach is more uh, of um, holistic approach to health and looking at, at the latest research and try uh, try things for yourself. And you'll see how uh, my my new program is all about that.
0: Okay, and then. And yeah, maybe you can kind of share your experience when it comes to, like, how diet and food has, you know, led to pain. Like, if you have an example yourself.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, my, myself, right now, as we do uh, this interview, I'm, I'm at uh, the very old age of uh, 25 years old. But uh, when I was younger, uh, six years ago, at 19 or 20 years old, I actually had a uh, major back pain which is uh I mean I, I was just uh, a young adult uh, with back pain already I, d- I didn't want to think about about the future uh and I was uh, sitting in uh, in my graduate classes and just just having uh, discomfort having to uh, to take breaks from sitting and it was just so bad and uh Part of it was due to uh, bad posture and all all things that can be fixed by approaches like yours, Rick. But at the same time, what I realized is that I I started getting interested in those years in in nutrition, and I just cleaned up my diet, and I realized that most of the foods I thought were healthy and were good for me were actually uh, very inflammatory in, in their nature, and therefore they created more inflammation in my body and, uh, increase my pain or my, my propension to feel more, more back pain. And what happened is I, I, I just changed around my diet in just a couple of weeks and I started, uh, getting, getting better. And not just my pain, actually, my, my whole health seemed to be, uh, to be better, increased. Um, I was more energic, energic. Uh, I felt, uh, I slept better. My skin cleared up, so all those conditions. A part of it was was pain, but really, I realized that food uh, might have affected my body in a way that I I didn't understand before.
0: Okay, and then you know maybe what were some foods that you, you were you were taking that you thought were healthy, that you thought were helping you, but were actually you know leading to more inflammation and pain.
1: Yeah, sure, Rick. Uh, one of them I was a big milk drinker and uh, i I've always been one of the problem with milk is not it's, it's nothing like uh, a couple of people maybe in the uh, in the paleo um, circles and everything put it like milk is a poison I don't think it's in something we, we need to to look into our approach uh, I, I developed uh, the this approach with uh, with John Fa dr. John faith and basically it's about food allergies, intolerances, or sensitivities. So just to put it uh, really simple, you can be allergic to a certain food, and and milk is one of them. Uh, turns out 60% of all adults can digest milk. So what happens uh, long-term is that your body becomes reactive to milk. And uh, no matter how much nutrition milk uh, has or doesn't have, depending on your, your beliefs, uh, the fact is that milk, I was drinking almost four cups of milk a day. I mean, for some people, it's really pretty standard, milk in, in your cereal, two, three glasses of milk, uh, I don't know, for, for supper. So it's, uh, it stacks up pretty fast. But for me, it was a big problem because my body started to, to get all these reactions, and one of them was increased inflammation and increased pain. So milk is one of them. Uh, I could cite uh, a second one that's really popular in the news these days, gluten. And gluten contained in wheat or other grains uh, generally is is a problem for a lot of people again. Uh, Something like 16%, I don't remember the exact figure, 16% of uh, all people are uh, very reactive to gluten. And I mean, it's not like we learn this stuff in school and it's not like we have this uh, big allergy screening uh, that's mandatory for every pe- every people in, in North America. So uh, a lot of people won't even notice that they are intolerant or sensitive or even allergic to certain foods until their health or pain is really, really bad. So the, those are just two foods that, I mean, this can be healthy in a certain situation, but that for me were just too much of a problem.
0: Yeah, definitely when I um, it really hit home last year looking at, you know, the foods that end up leading to inflammation because I've definitely noticed it with myself, like with my knee, when I eat poorly or if I eat foods that lead to greater inflammation and two two of the big ones are like dairy and, and gluten, I, I definitely feel my knee flare up uh, more. So it's something that I, you know, I kind of preach in my you know, injury and pain recovery um, stuff and it's great that you've kind of put together the uh, pain-free diet in order to kind of expand on that and give more information to people on um, foods that they can modify or eliminate to help um, overcome inflammation and pain. Now, you know, speaking of your program, so maybe you can explain a little bit about, you know, what um, the the 14-day pain-free diet is.
1: Yeah, sure, Rick. Uh, it will be my pleasure. Uh, I, I, we talked about, about milk, about gluten, and uh, this stuff is good. At the same time, what I discovered when I partnered with uh, Dr. John Tay, who practices in, in Arizona, um, just a little background on, on John, I think you'll, you'll hear from him in, in that other interview, but... Uh, he's is the pain doctor so we specialize in uh, uh, injury recovery in pain relief in uh, athletes but uh, in in normal people to general public so uh, he, he really thinks that you you can heal and um, eventually get off pain pills that that may be damageable to your body long term and heal your body with Dietary changes and exercise programs. We have programs like yours, right? So um, my program or our program, me and John, we developed this 14-day pain-free diet with uh, one thing in mind. For 14 days, you remove everything that might be potentially triggering your pain. So let let me that, let me repeat that again. You remove everything, every single ingredient that can potentially cause pain, we remove it for 14 days. So what that means is that we have a very, very clean diet, and a diet that's clean thing because you you add all the anti-inflammatory foods we we already know are are healthy. So uh, veggies and gluten-free grains and, and a lot of stuff like that, spices, herbs. And you end up with a very clean diet for two weeks. What that does is that your immune system and your inflammation starts to um start to decrease for the two weeks. So you give your body relief from all of those pain triggers, whatever they are, because you can't you can't know when you eliminate all those things at once what, what, what's what trigger triggering your pain uh in the first place. So after fourteen days you feel a dramatic reduction in your pain. And then we start a very fast uh, reintroduction. So after the 14-day challenge where you, you really don't cheat on this diet, and, and let me say, I'll tell you uh, more about this later, but uh, we we provide all the recipes and they are really tasty. So it's nothing like you're going to just drink shakes or, or nothing nothing scary for 14 days. It's only healthy foods, tasty foods. That, uh, recipes that don't contain all these, uh, potentially allergenic triggers. So after 14 days, you basically add back one food at a time. So you add back gluten and then you just note for, uh, for a couple of days how you feel. And then you're gonna know if gluten is a problem for you. And you see one of the problems in, in elk circles, even paleo circles, is that we, uh, um, we love to have these, uh, these big, uh, these, these big affirmations like gluten is, uh, it, it will kill you or whatever. The truth is, some people might be able to tolerate it. And if you can, uh, I mean, you can enjoy your, your wheat bread and there's no problem. But if you discover that just uh, having one, one bagel in the morning makes you feel pain for 72 hours and that John, John sees it all the time in his practice, Maybe you will think twice about about eating that bagel. But the the very goal of of the program is to identify what is triggering your pain. It eventually,
0: uh, get you pain free. Very cool. And just to, to clarify, like I'm I'm looking through your program right now, and I'm looking at you know your shopping guide, and. You're not talking about like people pretty much living on a cabbage diet for 14 days, or just eating apples for 14 days. I mean, they're they're the eating. You're you've got some great food that people um, are encouraged to focus in on.
1: Oh yeah, um, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, there, there's so many things. When you, when you you talk to most people and you say like, okay, no gluten, no dairy, no sugar, extra, extra. People start to, to, to get worried, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's not their fault. They feel like they're, they're going to be on one of those, uh, like you said, all-cabbage soup and uh, tasteless, depressing diet. That's not the goal. For 14 days, what we provide is meal plans, complete meal plans, with uh, three meals a day uh, plus snacks. So we have breakfast in there, like, uh, I don't know, we've got some uh, banana quinoa muffins. And basically, the only difference is that for some, for some recipes like that, you might be uh, used to use, uh, to, to use a regular floor in, in your, in your muffins, but now you're going to use quinoa floor instead. And, uh, you, you can look it up online and basically everything is free shipping. So it might require a little bit of effort on your part, but if you're just sick of having pain all the time and Sometimes a rehab program won't cut it. If you do a, a rehab program, even the, the, the good way, and you, but your body is in chronic inflammation, you've been, you've been basically beating yourself up, maybe with training, and that's why you got injured in the first place, but you've been beating yourself up with inflammatory food. And maybe, maybe for some people I see, they've been eating, for example, gluten for 40 years, but they're allergic to a certain degree to gluten. So what that means is that their digestive system, their whole body is in shock from all this uh, basically gluten in that case becomes a poison. So for some people might be uh, good in, the, in your diet, the same, same thing as, as dairy, but for some people, it's simply something that basically you' you're adding to the fire and the, the inflammation inside your whole your body and your injuries. So um, and, and other examples, I've got uh, some uh, some omelets you can you can eat in the morning. I've got uh, uh, coconut and chicken soup. Uh, one of my favorite soups ever is uh, is this uh, sweet and sour red cabbage and bacon soup. So it's nothing like the the very tasteless cabbage, it's really really tasty stuff. You can eat uh, steak. Uh, you can eat a, a vegan uh, mm-hmm. diet on this as well. So there's a lot of options and we provide basically, uh, recipes that are easy to prepare. Uh, those are actually the recipes I prepare for myself because even though I, I'm, I might be the nutrition nerd, but I, I just don't feel like, you know, preparing food for one hour every, uh, for every evening with my with my girlfriend. Sometimes I just want to slap something together in ten minutes and most of these recipes can be prepared really fast. So uh, simple ingredients, really fast, really tasty. So we explain all the science behind the program, what might trigger your pain. But the only thing you have to to understand is that you just will you will just follow meal plan for 14 days, and our our big promise is your pain will uh, you will see dramatic reduction in your pain or you get your money back, or you're doing something wrong. Because basically, if you remove all the, those, those triggers and, of course, uh, pair with a good exercise program, there's no way on earth that this belt doesn't work for you.
0: Yeah, and, and you give everyone the tools that they need, like a shopping list, a shopping guide, yeah. a, a quick start guide that they can look at to kind of get going right away, um, a success in food journal, and I really like the the, uh, the guide that you put together, the Food Label and Allergy Guide. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that, the, the Food oh, Label. Yeah.
1: That, that's, uh, that's a big guide right there. Uh, actually, we weren't planning on including that, uh, that Food Label Guide uh, in the first place, but what I discovered is that there are so many foods that uh, or, or so many allergenic foods, like I don't know, only sugar can hide under so many different names. So our goal with this uh, this really great, complete guide is to go ingredient by ingredient, and uh, basically, if you discover, for example, I discover that uh, let's say I'm I'm very allergic to dairy, and I've been eating it or drinking milk for for a long time, and then I discover like. I don't know. There, there's so many names. I might be again. I, I'm the nutrition nerd, but you 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 can't. Be, this is not science. Sometimes it's it's. Uh, you you have to be to be a chemist to understand all those terms. So you you just understand. You you see in this guide that I don't know. Uh, for example, the recall that or put potassium caffeine. So it came from comes from caffeine and it's part of milk. Uh, uh, diacetyl, uh, dry milk solids, uh, all, all these ingredients that you're just you're just left wondering: Am I eating the right stuff? And you might be uh, getting triggers from a lot of foods that you might think, for example, like okay, I eat bread, so it's bread, it's gluten. But bread can contain soy, it can contain MSG, can contain uh, dairy in some cases, can contain sugar. So. You have got all these processed foods in general that contain uh, really a ton of allergenic, potentially allergenic ingredients. So uh, this tool is uh, is 65 pages long. It's really long, really complete, and will just help you if you have certain a certain food that might be triggering your pain. How to really avoid it and and basically become the expert in in avoiding it.
0: Okay, and. Any any last minute um, you know any last minute things or points that you want to leave with uh, when it comes to people that are listening?
1: Yeah, sure. One thing I want, I want to point out is that this program. What makes this program unique is really uh, it 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 really uh, eliminates all the triggers and other anti-inflammatory uh, diets you might see out there that might look the same. Uh, won't cover everything so me and John we took basically all the late, latest science for example concerning nightshades which is, which is a, a group of uh, plants and veggies in particular that you that can trigger uh, really uh, grave uh, really really good pain in some people for example arthritis and all those those nagging pains and nightshades include, uh, tomatoes, uh, sweet peppers, hot peppers, and, uh, po- potatoes. So for some people, these foods, even though they seem really healthy, I mean, these are potatoes and, and tomatoes, nothing to fear about, but it could be a potential problem for some people. So if you just seem to be in pain all the time and that pain keeps going right back, uh, you eliminate everything you can, but can't seem to to find your way. This is really the program for you. And if if you you just uh, are beginning uh, understanding all the the different uh, inflammation triggers. and just wanna just want to try a challenge for fourteen days following a really simple, tasty diet plan that that could help you. Uh, Increase decrease your pain, but in the end, uh, increase your recovery and increase how much you know about your body. Because I think uh, every athlete and every single person on earth just want to know what works for them. Because in the end, um, like, like Lucretius said, uh, an ancient uh, philosopher, uh, and, and a good man's food could be a, another man's poison. So uh, that's something to keep in mind. And that, that's really the goal of, of this whole diet. So I say, if you're any interested in reducing your pain and already bought some of Rick's products, you, you have to grab
0: this. Awesome. Well, where can people get more information? Um, uh, Nick Pinot.
1: <laughs> more information. Uh, you can get more, uh, more information, uh, of course, uh, www. Uh, ThePainFreeDiet.com. So that's where you can uh, you can grab the program. Uh, Rick is probably uh, gonna have some some sort of article uh, on his uh, website as well. And uh, of course, you can reach me if you type in Google uh, or, or just your your um, search bar Nick N I C K So I'll spell that out because it's really complicated. P I N E A U L T. So dot com. That's my blog, and I'll uh, put a put a link to the product as well. So uh, awesome. if you want
0: to check out what what I have to say. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, and, and I'll have uh, a link to Nick's, Nick and John's uh, uh, pain free diet in the um, show notes, so you can watch for them there. So thank you very much, Nick. Um, you know, for all the great information. Awesome.
1: Thank and, you for having me.
0: No problem, and thank you very much, ExercisesForInjuries.com listeners. Thank you for joining me on uh, on this interview, and hopefully, it really, you know, really gets you thinking on how nutrition, what you consume. how it can have a positive and a negative effect when it comes to overcoming your pain, overcoming your injury. It's something that I really didn't focus in on. I really focused in on the exercise side of things, which is important, but looking at your diet and finding out the things that help you heal is a very important piece when it comes to the recovery side of things. So this is Rick Cassell from exercisesforinjuries.com. Thanking you for joining me on this interview and we will we will you know talk to you in another interview or see you on the blog or see you on Facebook. So this is Rick Cassel, thank you. Take care and bye-bye.